I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to On Deck with Stan C. On the show, I want to tell the real stories behind the real people behind the mic. And I want to say thank you to everybody who continues to listen to every episode, follow the show, stream it. Let people know that this show exists by posting about it on Twitter or on Instagram. It really means a lot to me. And another way you can support the show is by following On Deck with Stan C on Spotify. Every follow matters. It really helps me climb up the charts, hopefully crack the algorithm. And after you've checked out an episode, I hope you can also consider giving the show a five-star rating. This week's episode features one of the few interviews I'll get to do for this current season of the show. And it's with somebody who's been making a lot of noise on social media, especially on TikTok, where she has over 750,000 followers because she's been getting all these questions about how to get into a relationship, how to land it, how to do it all responsibly. And it's all because of the very friendly format, which goes panukong. People ask her, what if this? What if that? And she's turned it into a whole new podcast, which has been launched by Podcast Network Asia and by Spotify. Really excited to get to chat with Joelle of Q Radio. She's also part of their morning show called The Q Morning Brew. She's got a very interesting story about how she wasn't even supposed to be a radio DJ. And then she took up the challenge, got behind the mic, and then everything took off from there. But hey, I'm going to let her tell her story herself, all right? What I'm going to do is I'm going to remind you about one more way you can support the podcast, and that is through your online shopping. 6-6 just came and went over on Shopee, but if you want to add to cart right now and check out, you can still support the show by using this Shopee affiliate link. So whip out your mobile phone, type in this URL onto your browser. It's podlink.co slash ondeck. Again, it's podlink.co slash O-N-D-E-C-K. From there, it'll take you straight to the app, add to cart and check out. And a portion of what you spend will go to Podcast Network Asia and the show to help keep the lights on. All right. So again, the link is podlink.co slash on deck. It's time to get to the main event. Paano kung naging guest ko si Joel on On Deck with Stan C? Well, we're about to find out. Here's the interview. Let's go. This season, I haven't really been doing a whole lot of interviews. That's why I was so psyched when I invited this guest and she graciously agreed to jump on and be part of On Deck with Stancy. Please welcome straight from Q Radio's morning show, Joelle. Hi, Stan! Oh my gosh, so happy to be here. A fellow radio DJ and podcaster. So it's nice to be able to get to know more people in this industry. <laughs> I actually missed uh, the fact that you are also a fellow podcast at PNA. So congratulations on the successful launch of Paano Kung. Uh, it's a PNA podcast. It's also a Spotify exclusive. So for listeners of the pod who have not heard your own podcast, who might have seen you on TikTok but haven't listened to the stuff that you create, can you give us an overview of everything you put out there? In a nutshell, I say that my podcast is just the extended version of my TikTok videos because a lot of people are just bit in with the whole like 30 seconds. I try to keep my videos under 60 seconds. So for those who want a little bit more reasons, more situations, more explanations, I put it in the podcast. (laughs) 
Okay, so it's uh, it's really fleshing out all of these questions that people get. Because I went to your mm-hmm. Hey Link Me and apparently there's like a Google form where people submit their questions. Yes. <laughs> so it's pretty much generally about love, lande, and uh, self-love as well. Kind of how to how you present yourself to the world. I love the sound of that. Uh, the love, the lande, the self-love. Um, mm-hmm. Your TikTok says that you teach people how to lande responsibly. So how do you do that? How do you lande? responsibly in the year of our Lord 2022? Oh my gosh. Well, I always say, I, I always start slash end the video with, the, and even my podcast with Wag Tanga because that's pretty much how you encapsulate everything. Uh, if you want to go crazy with this person, if you want to get to know this person who's giving you mixed signals, okay, go. Pero sige, wag pa, wag ka magpakatanga. Actually, if you want, gusto mong magpakatanga, sige lang din until you reach the point where ayaw mo na magpakatanga. And yeah, I think that's where it came from. I started by sharing my own personal experiences just to like level set with people and they know that I get it (laughs) to some degree. I get it. Yeah, the way that the PNA people explain your podcast to me, because we, we were chatting uh-huh. about new podcasters and they mentioned, that, oh, hey, Joel from Q is now part of PNA, right? They yeah. were like, oh, uh, it's a podcast targeted towards Gen Z, but like from a millennial's perspective. And it just blew yeah. my mind now, our age group, because I do identify as millennial as well, mm-hmm. is now this like ate kuya borderline tito tita age group. Yeah. And how mm-hmm. do you feel about that? Okay lang naman. Honestly, I mean, it's their time. Nakapagod naman na magpakatangas. So, sige naman. <laughs> yeah, in, in that pool nga of at least us TikTokers slash podcasters under PNA, ako lang yung millennial there and they're like Gen Z at heart. I'm like, it's okay. I mean, you can say I'm a millennial. Tanggap ko naman na that um, we're on to the next stage and if I get to help others from my own mistakes from before, that would be absolutely perfect. <laughs> How did Paano Kung come about and how did you decide na, sige, I'm going to stay away from like the dance challenges and like all of these other things that people do on TikTok and I'm going to stick with the Paano Kung. Well, you know, we capitalize on our strengths. I can move, but I do not dance. So, I mean, we, we think of TikTok as that. When, especially like 2020, peak of everything. Oh, TikTok, it's all for children. Or it's it's about the woes and the dance challenges and everything. But it was an amazing thing to see and discover upon entering the world of TikTok is that you don't necessarily have to dance. And it starts with zero, like everyone. I started doing covers first just for just to release a creative outlet on TikTok and then when my then partner Sho Suzuki I think you talked you guested him before also yeah, here yeah. he explored TikTok our boss also Lexi on radio told us to explore TikTok because that's the new thing. It was pandemic. We weren't boarding. So that's what we did. Show was able to find a good footing, a really amazing footing at the start. So he was like, Sigi, go explore Moya and try that out. And I was like, okay, let's see. So it started from covers to cross-posting my radio content. I would just do a song-to-song video, 30 to 60 seconds of transitions and connecting it to whatever the song are about and making like a short spiel and I have always had like a soft spot for the OPM stuff and the feelings I always just love talking about feelings so it came from there and then people started asking questions from the radio videos asking about their specific relationship questions and then one day I decided to answer that Tapos nag-connect-connect na rin when I posted a little bit about Landi tips as well. Kasi there was a trend where you kind of flex your relationship. And I met my Joa on Bumble. And people were like, I- I'm giving up on Bumble. Ayoko na. And I was like, don't give up yet. Here are some Landi tips that you didn't ask for. And then from there, dun, nag-connect-connect na lahat ng mga pinagsasabi ko. <laughs> until more and more people started asking. And I was like, ooh, I have an answer to that. <laughs> Was it something that you figured out all by yourself or did Sho have any input? Did Q have any input? Because I know that Q has been very proactive about really using TikTok to connect with your audience and your target market. Mm, I think it was definitely 
Well, the radio stuff was an opening. And then you figure out how your content adjusts to the audience. Show was definitely very helpful in like maximizing and giving the idea. Na, Why don't you just try to make a landita? That should be an interesting thing to explore. Make a video that even if people didn't ask about it. Yeah. So yeah, I always say he's my, my TikTok sensei. And then he was just giving tips through and through. And until it just created a life of its own as the months went by. <laughs> I mean, you could do much worse than having show as your TikTok mentor, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. He did pretty amazing. So yeah. How long have you been doing everything? Like with the whole TikTok thing and the whole paano kung character or persona? Well, I decided to take TikTok seriously like early last year. So I guess like a little bit over a year now with the whole landi tips and stuff. Because it was fascinating how it started from something really light. Like yeah, landi, how do you make a profile on Bumble? How do you deal with your first date? Into like deeper and deeper questions. And that's sort of how I connected as I was trying to figure out then what to talk about for my podcast. Like a lot of people have been asking me on TikTok to create a podcast. And I was like, podcasters But you know, where there is some demand or request for it, and then PNA came in, I was like, okay, this is the sign. And I just connected it to the fact that a lot of people would ask me, paano kung paano kung paano kung. <laughs> Does it ever get tiring making all this content? Finding an answer to the question, finding a creative or witty or entertaining answer to a question. Because like, I can ask you something like, why are you wearing a pink top right now? Mm -hmm. And you can answer me in a very matter-of-fact way, but you can also just be witty and give me something funny, right? Yeah, well, there are days where I just don't want to do anything. And I, I think that that's sort of how I started TikTok. When I told Sho, when we were discussing, I remember I was like, I don't want to put so much effort. It, sound, it seems like a lot of work to be posting at least once or twice a day. So I was like, is there a way we can just simplify things? So I made it a point to make it as easy as possible. Even if I'm just lying down or just on wherever there's lighting. So I try to minimize the things that I have to prepare. And yeah, there are days where I'm just like, really, are you asking this? Talaga ba? And then I remember, okay, girl, you were once there. You were once faced with so many situations where you should have just walked away, but you didn't. So we pay it forward. <laughs> I'm looking at your TikTok right now. You mentioned that uh, it's not as super curated as a lot of other people's TikToks where they really have an elaborate setup, they have the yeah. lighting, like you have some posts where you're not really wearing makeup or talagang halatang nasa bahay ka lang. Mm -hmm. Is that something you consciously put in to your content? Yeah, because pre-pandemic, there was a point in my life where I couldn't go out of the house without makeup on. And then with the pandemic, it was just at home the entire time and you had to create content for TikTok. And I was like, am I actually gonna have to put makeup all the time? So that was a decision also to simplify things. And also, I didn't want to deal with any body dysmorphia anymore. Hopefully, I wanted to minimize that. And given the fact that TikTok has all these like filters where yeah. you could just adjust the the color of your teeth, the color of your skin and everything. I was like, okay, no, we are, this will be a conscious choice. People are definitely gonna hate. They, they have said so many random things, but I'm like, dude, I am unfiltered. I do not have a theme. I do not comb my hair. So yeah, <laughs> people can look, I am presenting myself the way I sometimes wake up in the morning. <laughs> It's very admirable given that uh, you're a female in entertainment and that you generally don't give a fuck about these things. And I don't know, coming from UP myself, I think it's the Iska in you. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's still a struggle. I mean, I, I can't say that it doesn't bother me at all, especially like once you've reached like past 25, you're ancient, apparently. I mean, in the world of TikTok, you are just like <laughs> Jurassic. So I'm like, you know, 30 isn't that old. And if you're lucky, you'll get there. So, you know, be kind. It's a lot of that that you have to face. But it's a constant reminder to your, you know, personal validations and affirmations and just like reminding yourself of why you do what you do. And while these harsh words can get to you, you just have to remind yourself of what you do, why you do what you do. How does it feel though, being on a medium like TikTok? Now, yun nga, it's really more geared towards Gen Z. And here we are, you know, uh, where we're talking about this on a podcast. We're very open about not really being part of that age bracket anymore. So how does that make you feel naman? Okay naman. Like, I... I get a lot of things 
comments as why aren't you married yet or you're so old and I'm like Wait, you, people I, do say that on your TikTok? Yeah. Wow. You know, Joa, boyfriend mo pa rin? Bakit ganyan, ganyan? I, I get that. And it's like I mean, I would much rather be single for the rest of my life versus be stuck in a relationship that I'm not happy in. So, you know, choose your battles, I guess. <laughs> I'm not going to try to please you here. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, when you see all these like young, fresh, <laughs> young, like young and fresh meat, you're like, wow, it, it would be interesting if you had these opportunities when you were much younger. But I think it just comes at the right time. I don't think I would be able to know what to say if there was TikTok 10 years ago. I probably wouldn't even have the guts to talk about these things and be okay with whatever the world throws at me. So all in the right timing, I think. Really. Now, yeah, for sure. 10 years ago, I think all of us were still just trying to figure out social media. Yeah. Right? Like Instagram <laughs> is barely 10 years old, maybe a mm-hmm. little bit more. But so we were just tinkering with it, figuring yeah. out what worked, figuring out what filter to use. Tapos ngayon, there's like a million other apps that we have to fucking memorize and be exactly. familiar with. I, I want to take it back to like how this all began for you as mm. a content creator because I know that you have been doing radio for quite a while. But before that, were you already doing anything media related? No, the radio origin story there is... So I've been in radio since 2017. But before that, I was a writer, teacher. I also was trained in theater. So I would act on the side. Uh, other random rackets I had. A burger I'm pretty sure I've seen you in like a commercial or two. <laughs> yeah, before getting into that. So yeah, and then I was also in the food business. Had had a burger restaurant for like four years. Ano pa ba? Social media, which so that came with being social media manager slash graphic arts designer, and then racket racket in wherever. <laughs> And yeah, in re- even in real estate, that would probably be the strangest thing I, that I got into. <laughs> so yeah, never thought I would get into radio and do all of these things that I do now. How did you get into radio in the first place? I know that you did FM1 before you got into Q Radio. Yes. So how, how did that come about? So I came from a copywriting gig in an agency and I was, I don't know, I, I was just looking for something more to do. So when... This job opened up. There was this opening. A friend just told me to submit my resume and apply. I didn't even know what I was applying for. So I went there, showed my resume. I think, like looking back, I think I was supposed to apply as like an assistant. Like part of a core team. And because that was, it's a government post. But then when my boss saw the the things I do, my background in performance and everything. He was like, and as a writer, no, actually as a writer first, he was like, okay, maybe I should put you as the researcher for the jocks at the time. So let's do that. You have a background in writing, do the research, do content for the jocks. I was like, okay, sure. And then during the interview, he was like, but are you actually open to maybe trying it out on air too one of these days? I see you have a background in performance. Are you, would you like to try it out? I'm just go. And I was at that point I was like, uh, okay, sure, I guess. I mean, not really thinking much of it. But yeah, so I was working as the producer for about 2-3 weeks and then one day my the boss comes in, Boss Carlo Jose comes in and he was like, "Joel, are you up for a challenge? And I was like, frozen. I was like, uh, yes. <laughs> and then he was like, okay, I want you to go inside the booth and I want to hear how you sound like on air tomorrow. Wow. wow. Like, okay. <laughs> With zero training. <laughs> yeah, zero. Uh-huh. Yeah, so the next day, uh, I was... Um, Shaking probably because of the cold and nerves for sure. Partnered up with the DJ on air at that time and they asked to train me for a couple of weeks. So I was doing both producer work and radio DJ in training work. After like a month, they were like, do you want to continue on as a DJ or do you want to do producer stuff? And all the DJs were like, just continue as a DJ. I was like, hmm, six hours versus three hours. Game. Okay, DJ. <laughs> Interesting. Ayon, and that's how it started for me. I love hearing you mga ganitong radio origin stories because <laughs> from all of the people I've talked to in the industry, both on the record and off the record, you really mm. never know what the paths look like. Yeah. <laughs> Kung saan saan nagagaling yung mga tao. Uh-huh. 
Let's take a quick break from my conversation with Joel so I can tell you about one more way you can support the podcast through your online shopping. This time, it's through Lazada. Like I said, 6-6 came and went, but that has never stopped anybody from doing their shopping on Lazada because anything and everything you need, hashtag NASA Lazada Yan. So all you need to do to support the show is to whip out your mobile phone and type in this URL onto your browser. It's podlink.co slash ondecklazada. Again, it's podlink.co slash O-N-D-E-C-K-L-A-Z-A-D-A. From there, it'll take you straight to the app. Just add to cart and check out. And a portion of what you spend will go to Podcast Network Asia and this podcast at no additional cost to you. So again, the link is podlink.co slash ondecklazada. And now a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. FM1, right, was where you started. And that's a government station. And I'm yes. curious if it ever crossed your mind, parang, Hala, uh, you know, what, what if I get associated with the admin? Like, let's say you did, I don't know what your politics are other than what you posted mm-hmm. on your Instagram. Yeah. But like, let's say you didn't necessarily agree with. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The government, what would that be like working at a government station? Our bosses told us then that we were fine to have our own beliefs. Just like not post negatively about anything if those are if there are certain issues. Yeah. So okay. yon, that would go as far as that. So we're like, okay, well, we do not say anything against the government because we're working in a media government station. That was the directive. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like uh, not saying anything bad about your boss. Yeah. Pretty okay. much. So like, okay, that's fair. <laughs> Working in FM1, meron ba kayong pinaplay na parang like government material or yung parang oh, yung very pro-government stuff? I think we would... We would air some interviews, I think. But yeah, that's all. And then some commercials, I don't really remember anymore. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it went as far as that because it was it just launched during the time I was there. Eh. Okay. So hanggang dun lang inaalala ko. All right. I'm very curious because you know, I, I also have my thoughts about what that might be like. But speaking mm-hmm. with someone who was actually in there, of course, yeah. you would be a better resource than like whatever hypothesis I pull out of my ass, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. How long were you uh, with them and when did you make the move to join Q? I was there for two years with, with FM1. And then I moved to Q like start of 2020. Ganon. Yeah. <laughs> so how did that work out? And what was your impression when you joined this next new station na para mas bata pa yung target market compared to FM1, which is more general pop culture, a general pop audience? Yeah. It was very interesting because... For FM1, it was like more music, really. Less talk. We'd pop in in between songs and that was it. But for the directives in Q, it was like talk at least seven minutes. And I definitely had like the 30 seconds max talk time in FM1 as a crutch before. Because I generally still think like a writer, honestly. I like being able to process the things in my head before like talking about it. In length. Yeah, so that was definitely something I had to learn. 
and dive right in. So it was fun and it was a, a learning curve as we figured out like prolonging from 30 seconds to 7 minutes and then catering to the youth. And But it was nice also being able to like build a program completely up to you for the most part. We had like 90% freedom. Do whatever you want and if there are just certain things we have to fix then we'll, we'll talk to you. But so far, I think it's been pretty good. <laughs> Let me ask you about that. Yung going from speaking in 30-second sets to yeah. expanding to seven minutes. Because if you're a listener of the radio and you've never been behind the booth, parang, oh, you know, you just have to talk an extra six minutes and 30 seconds. But <laughs> oh, for, for people like you and me, nah, we know what the pressure could be like pag ka na one-minute ad-lib or 30-second ad-lib. You have to talk an entire six, seven minutes at a time. That could be excruciating as all hell. Yeah! Oh my gosh! And the, the fact that you have to do this every day, you know, I... I in theory, it sounds so easy. Like, oh, three hours is lang naman. No, I mean, we want to be able to make sense. We want to be able to, you know, relate to the people who listen. We don't want to be boring and just talk endlessly about things that you don't care about. So, you know, we have to take the time before the three hours to do that. So I guess that would be the struggle, being able to connect and coming in to radio at a time na so uncertain. Because yeah. we, we launched like early 2020 and then oh, boom, shit. lockdown. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're a new station and you're trying to, you know, introduce yourself to the world with a lot of big names around. And you're like, uh, hmm, how do we Tas do this? Pa mag events, pa mag activation. Yeah. So how do you go about talking about stuff, keeping it light when the world's literally on fire? It's the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. What do you even talk about? Right? Uh, a lot of inward stuff and stories from the past, I guess. I mean, that that's pretty much how you start. Because I think we started coming in because so lockdown happened. But then we were still creating content online instead. We pivoted there. And we went back like June, July also. So I think from there, it was just about presenting ourselves as people you don't know and because I, I don't know hindi naman kami super big na- like wala namang big names uh, in a station that's super new I mean yeah show yeah well but then you know at that time before he became he blew up into the TikTok you know in the TikTok sphere yeah diba iba yung starting from there na oh yes yeah he's very well established in hosting definitely radio yeah but then kasi coming from FM1 we just pop in and out people don't really know us there so I think it was just uh, bearing ourselves, our stories, and then slowly connecting to the people who had really no one to talk to. I think being connected to TikTok helped a lot. Like pushing TikTok when when show was able to blow up, I, I got to follow a little bit, and then nagla live lang kami for like every day. And then these were the either students or people out of work or just. People by themselves who just wanted someone to talk to. I think we were able to grow the community there slowly and steadily until it's pretty, it's been pretty fun having to have at least like a group of people who are like, hey, you know, we've been, we've been talking to you, you know, our stories, we know some of yours as well. So yeah, I think that's what made it special, that opportunity of not having these big events. We were yeah. able to touch, yeah. I was actually shocked that you guys were able to really leverage TikTok, leverage that power of social media, especially given that FM radio as an industry wasn't exactly doing well two years ago then. Yeah. So did you guys ever feel this anxiety na hala, baka mamatay yung station or baka oh. mawalan tayo ng trabaho? What yes. was that like? Super! Because it's like, okay, it's a new station. I mean, if I were our bosses, I'd cut losses and just be like, oh, bye, sorry, you know, this isn't working. So I'm really always very thankful that, you know, the management decided to push through and take a chance on us and just tried, we really just tried to make everything work, whatever was available. And it was good that TikTok was there as a platform. We were able to host um, DJ hunts as well through TikTok. So it was a nice collaborative effort. So I think we were able to make uh, mixed tequila <laughs> with the lemonades that were, that were with the lemons that were given to us. <laughs> uh-huh. 
I keep telling people this all the time that you guys did such a good job uh, converting Zoom into a phone line, letting people <laughs> call in through Zoom, right? How weird yeah. is that? Na, you know, we come from the generation that na naabutan pa natin ang actual phone calls on the yes. radio and now people are just given a Zoom link that I'm assuming you guys are sending out on like Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Yeah, th- that was amazing. I would have to, you know, special mention Kay Cholo who, who thought of the just bridging that and making it more accessible to people who do not use phones anymore. <laughs> so, ang galing. And, you know, th- there's recall to, you know, being able to choose your meeting ID. And it's nice because you get to see the people that you talk. Also, thanks to StreamYard, we're able to maximize the availability of people of with interesting stories. Also on TikTok, I guess because of... We were able to meet a lot of different people on TikTok as well. Me and show we were able to invite these people. Na hey, can you join Streamyard lang naman? Quick guesting. So wherever you are in the world, na maximize din siya. We had something to talk about as well. How difficult is it to keep finding something to talk about? Because what you do is essentially talk radio, even if it's seven minutes at a time lang. Hindi siya parang one whole hour na you guys are talk 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 mm-hmm. talk talk. So how do you keep finding something to say without sounding like? Uh, fluff na lang siya. Oh my gosh. I, I think about that all the time. I'm like, shucks, haven't we talked about this? Is this fine? But I guess mixing in current events with, well, the world is opening up now. So that's kind of nice. We get to talk a little bit more about new things, newer things. But honestly, I still use TikTok as a way to get new things to talk about or have new people to talk to as well. Because I don't know, probably every minute, every second, there's always this amazing new content creator that's up and coming and is blowing up. So if we're lucky enough to get them on air to talk to us, that would be really amazing. Because I think there's still that special ring to when we say, hey, can we invite you to guest on our radio show? I think there's that little (laughs) killing there. I want to peel back yung persona mo as Joel, the radio presenter, as the content creator, and ask you about some things that your followers might not know. So for example, oh I asked my radio friends just last week, what was your worst interview ever? Have you ever been in a situation where you're on air and the interview just goes sideways in every way possible? Oh my gosh, I would actually have to say I'm quite lucky. I think the most sideways thing that could happen is like when internet isn't your friend for the most part. But I can't think either... I have like pushed it back away because trauma and just blocked it. Or I can't remember. I would say, in fairness, we've been able to manage the the interviews. I've been quite blessed. (laughs) Wala ka namang ano, wala ka namang na-interview na puro one-word answers lang. I think the closest to that would be, well, we tried doing a dating show for a bit. Um, yeah, I, I saw the dating form the on, your, on your website. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, I moved to the morning so I don't do that anymore. But yeah, there, there are some guests. I think it's more the, the random guests who would come in and are like, do you even want to be here? Uh, what do you want? Ano gusto mo mangyari? <laughs> How about on Zoom? Does a caller come in and just start cussing right off the bat na hindi sila conscious na they're on air? So like, pagka yeah. on ng mic, ah, putang ina, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um, I we have had a caller actually say masturbate on air. Now I remember. And we're like, okay. As in the word masturbate or like straight yeah. up jokol? Straight up. Uh, he was like, um, I masturbated to this person. Po. And I was like, radio po pala tayo. Because I think they forget that since, you know, it's mostly from Zoom or yeah. TikTok Live. And they're like, radio, radio, guys, wait up. <laughs> and have you gotten calls from the KBP? Na, hey, yeah, what the yeah. fuck are you guys talking about? Not yet. And I hope we don't get that yet. Kasi pinapaano namin. When we notice, we're like, ah, no, 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 lang. Automatic sensor on our end. Uh-huh. How about the most offbeat side gig you've had as a radio host? Because I, I keep telling people this on all the times a podcast, na when you're a radio DJ, you basically have 18 more hours to do whatever the hell so that you don't go poor. So <laughs> like we take up all these other side gigs and rackets and whatever. And you mentioned you were a racketera. So what's the most offbeat job you've taken to balance what you do with radio? Well, this was pre-radio though. Because honestly, I can't think of anything else that would top that. But you mga Halloween events, like way, way back... And I was part of like the zombies. Yung mga horror house. Okay. So that para, sa, uh, para sa breakout, like yung mga escape rooms, yung may mabubulat. Okay. Yeah, but this was like a more level up type of horror house like in BGC. It was probably like 10 years ago. And I remember we were just flinging like 
pig's hearts and blood and like real pig's heart or props. Yeah. Ato to. Real. And then babalik namin into the tub when it's time for the next batch of guests. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. How do you yeah, so that, that was gross. I think it's in the theater industry also. You mga side gigs, events here and there. You know, when you're in theater, uh, the more money-making stuff are the events that the pe- more people would, you know, want to explore because it's experiential and Instagrammable, I guess. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. After that, I also do, like, princess stuff. as a, I also work as a character performer in my birthday parties and as a princess. But nothing can, would come close talaga to that zombie gig. <laughs> so you were as, in full zombie regalia pa with the makeup and all that? Yeah, and just, you know, reusing pig's blood and innards and just flinging it. At dahil syempre, ano babalik? I'm like, this is not sanitary. <laughs> Hiding in the dark and just praying to God I don't eat it or, you know, but get some in my mouth. <laughs> or no, walang actual zombie who's actually right next to you. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned being on the morning show. So, how long have you been in this current time slot? I moved back to the morning, like literally today. But ever since the start of Q, early 2020. So I started in the morning for a good year. Quick stint, two months, sagabe, six to nine. And then we went back again in the morning from like April to September last year. And then I was... Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Doing 6 to 9 again from September till last week. Now I'm back in the morning. Uh, <laughs> has it fucked up. with your body clock at all? I am really working so hard <laughs> to adjust again <laughs> and make sure to be in bed by like 10 so that I hindi masayang ang skincare natin at maano yung gaganda ng skin mo pero yung eye bags mo lucky <laughs> lucky. Can can you paint a picture for the listeners kasi nga, being a morning show DJ it really takes a toll on your social life on your body on everything because of the different schedules. So can you paint a picture of that for you? So for me, I've only done like a few months ng 9 to 12. But other than that, it's either 6 to 9 or morning. What was quite interesting, I think, like from 2018 to 2020, I was living my whole single life. Pico single life. I talk about that a lot on my TikTok. And my schedule then was 6 to 9 p.m. So it was amazing. Worked well after my radio. Lipad sa BGC or Makati. Stay out, party, and, you know, cope, drink my problems away. And then do it all over again the next hours day. Hours in the morning, yeah. Wake up with a hangover and just, okay, okay lang may 6, six o'clock pa naman mamaya pa. Yeah, so, so that happened. And then when I was like picking up the pieces and trying trying to make sense of my decisions na just realizing, okay, I can't keep doing this to myself. I can't keep self-destructing. Saktong lumipat na ako sa morning. And that's where I did like proper work. And I think for the most part, I was able to deal with that. But dinners na lang, ganyan. And then I was brought back to the evening slot again, the evening show for a good six-ish months. And it was interesting because I was like, Shox, hindi ko na kayang lumipod pa BGC. Hindi ko na, gusto ko na lang pong matulog na lang after work. <laughs> so, I was definitely more excited again to go back to my tita life now that I'm doing things in the morning. And even my friends were like, oh, I said, Oy, morning na ulit ako. And they were like, Oy, my nightlife ka na ulit. And I was like, wait, you mean by nightlife as in dinner or party party? Because I can't stay up till late again because I'm doing the morning show. So it's that. You just become tita mode again unless you want to, you know, walk into the to the show hungover, which I never would have dared to do, honestly. Parang it's just too exhausting to do. <laughs> I can relate because I also did the morning show for a good two plus years. Oh and what I can tell you is that you can force yourself to be 
<laughs> Wala kang choice eh. Magpapakatino ka talaga. So, would you ever, were there times where you would come straight from Maninuman and then straight to board work? As a college student, yeah, I did. <laughs> so, I, I did that. Kaya pa, but like, <laughs> years later, when, uh, like in my late 20s, doing the morning show, na, I can't stay beyond 10 or 11 because I know I'll be really messed up the next morning. And I, yeah. I don't want to get fired. I'm sure you don't want to get fired either. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't want to be that grumpy morning person. I mean, the reason why people listen to you is just so that you wake the heck, <laughs> wake them up. But if they listen to someone who's like, um, good morning, guys. <laughs> yeah. Not a great thing to hear. <laughs> I've heard DJs like that. I've been that oh, DJ gosh. once or twice. Not proud mm-hmm. of it, but you know, I, I know exactly what you mean. Na to readjust your lifestyle, readjust everything that you're doing because uh, you want to be in tip-top shape then when you go to yeah. work. Yeah, so that was fun. So now um I have to adjust. Yeah, definitely feeling the jet lag. I hope I'm able to fix <laughs> it. So we'll see. <laughs> jet lag, but yeah, it's definitely something that you have to take into account. Because eh? otherwise, you'll just be a zombie every day. And that's not nice. <laughs> What's the adjustment been like for you coming from what you're doing sur radio to keeping everything to 30 second spurts on TikTok to finally exploring podcasting where you have like half an hour of an episode where you're just opening up about your life and answering these questions? <sighs> I honestly thought. So the, the minimum requirement kasi was just like at least 15 minutes for the podcast. And I was like, oh, okay. So maybe I could just like, this, this should be easy. I'll just take that time to maybe have an idea of what I want to do, outline, and then talk for at least 15 minutes. And I'm good. But I cannot get myself away from my writer side. So... Well, I, I end up taking time to actually write it because I want to have a story pa rin. So as much as I'd like it to be a free-for-all type of thing, I can't. So ngayon, it, it is, it's, it's well outlined with a, with a start that connects to the ending. Just so it ties in together as a, a storyteller, I, I can't get it out. So yun yung pinaka-struggle ko. Like it takes a lot more time than just sitting down 15-20 minutes and you're good. I can't. So yun. But I hope, it, I hope it's like, the, the extra mile kind of makes it a little bit more special, I guess. I don't know. I'm just to be able to have something different. I don't know. It's hard to be different at this point because like there's so many. It's crazy. It's, it's so overwhelming if you just scroll through all these uh, streaming apps and you're like, huh. Ang hirap hindi man liit. Especially when you're coming in and you're like, Okay, I mean, just like so. There's like a lot going on there, but it's been pretty good. It's been amazing, also getting to talk to you guys, podcasters who have like started early on, and I get to pick your brains and see how you work as well. So it's been a really interesting adventure. Then how everyone's like helping each other. I would say that you and I have a very similar workflow. Like I thought when uh-huh. I started doing the solo episodes, now I could yeah. just turn on the mic, hit record, and then talk for a good 15-20 minutes because mm-hmm. I do that with my friends all the time, right? Right? But, uh, you, you can't form a cohesive episode pag di mo sinusulat. I don't know. I can't speak for other podcasters yeah. who go on their solo episodes. But like you, good that, I have a Word oh, document up and I'm writing <laughs> things down from start to finish. Just I love that. My brain needs to anchor to something. That's true. And it's not like you could be like, diba? Oh nga eh. Alam mo yung ganito? Oh nga. Unless you're kind of doing this whole like <laughs> dual, dual cara, double cara thing. So it's nice to know that some people do that. Niisip ko parang when, when I listen to others, I'm like, how do they do this? Ang <laughs> galing naman. So, no, I, I embrace that cool. side of me na parang That's very amazing. particular. So I'm, I'm glad that somebody else is doing it. Yay! I love that. Come on, ako no auntie knowing that we, we sh- I share the same process with others. Okay, virtual up here and my dog's also <laughs> barking there. <laughs> As yeah. we begin to wind down here, I want to ask about how you became comfortable just opening up and being unfiltered on all of these public platforms. Because it's not for everybody, but you seem to be very comfortable with it. Well, I've always been like an open book, I guess. Like to friends naman, like pre-this, pre-podcasting, pre pre-TikTok. It's, I've always been very open about my emotions. I'm sad. I'll be like, I'm so sad. I, I come into work because nag-away kami ng then Joao. I'll be like, guys, sorry, umiyak ako ngayon kasi wala. I, I, nag-away kami kahapon. 
I found it to be like just to be honest na lang versus hiding it kasi hindi ko rin matatago you can't hide my, my feelings so when, when I cry even if it's just for 5 minutes halata na so ayoko na magkungari so I think that kind of set the stage for me when it comes to like just being vulnerable and I found to be able to connect to more people because of the vulnerability because of being able to say na I mean, I don't know everything. I was just really dumb before. So yeah, you can laugh at me for all the dumb mistakes. But I mean, okay na. At least tapos na sana. <laughs> Ideally. <laughs> yun na lang. I, I guess it like humanizes me being vulnerable. Just shows na, hey, I'm just like you. We're, we're just like more machika lang about it. But I know you're going through something. Or, you know, it, it, we get to share that with people through being vulnerable. Yeah. I saw on your Instagram and on your TikTok yung success story mo on Bumble. How you, know, <laughs> you, you found yourself oh a relationship of over a year. How did he respond to you being a public figure? Because there are some joas na pag nakita nila na, oh, this person's pretty popular on social media or they're on radio, they're on TV or whatever, parang nagiging red flag siya. So how did you get over that little obstacle? Well, he already knew. So... We matched twice na. The first time we matched kasi I said I was in my peak landi phase so we weren't able to like meet up. So that was the first time. Hi, and then di na nagsagutan. And then the second time, we matched again. But the thing is, it was a very small worldy thing because he's best friends with my boss. Okay. So merong ganun ng layer. So he kind of understands how it works. And just as long as like there's certain boundaries na lang na parang, oh, we, we don't talk about certain things. Like there, there are things I won't necessarily post about. But for the most part, I'm like, can, can we do like Joa videos? Is it okay? <laughs> just so I could um make a video about this trend because it's fun. So he's been kind of game naman and open to do that. So it, it's been good so far. <laughs> Buti hindi ka rin yung tipong tao na you don't want to be seen on a dating app. Because like, I can imagine, uh, you know, if you're relatively social media famous or let's say you're on broadcast media, I can't imagine seeing somebody like Gretchen Ho, for example, on Bumble. You know what I mean? Gets. Well, I, I wouldn't necessarily know anymore how it would work. Like, for example, kung ano naging single ako tapos with, with, the, with all these platforms na, I'm not sure how I would approach it now given the the platforms that I have. So I wouldn't know din eh. But I guess the radio bit, uh, so uh, to some degree, meron ng public figureness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I would say, I remember, I, I would put in my bio, like, I'd put a really weird, like, statement as to, like, what do I do? I'm just like a voice in a box. I don't necessarily say what I do or where you've seen me. So parang may, may ganun lang. And then, I don't know, kung, kung makita, eh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever. I mean, it's fun. Ninsan nga iniisip ko, like at least the people that I've dated before, because I, I talk about like bumble experiences and some stories, and I'm like shocks when I make videos about this. Nakita kaya ng dati kong bumble date that I'm talking about them. I try to ano naman to of course hide who they are, but I'm like na connect ba nila yun? If not. If yes, hi. <laughs> Hello na lang. Thank you for helping, I guess, with my career. <laughs> Thanks for being content inspiration. Yes. So, ganun na lang. Parang thank you sa mga failed landians ko. Ganun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are the same stories, people, experiences that have also been fuel for the podcast, right? Mm-mm, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Sometimes I think about it. Pero wala pa naman nag-message na, Uy, ako ba yun? So, okay lang. Patay Malaysia na lang. Or maybe they don't <laughs> listen. Which is great too. Sige, let's just, let me just create content in peace. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they're not coming for you, diba, then, you know, yeah. fair game. As we end the pod, well, can you please invite the listeners to check out Paano Kung and everything else that you do in the wonderful world that we call the internet? Oh my gosh! Hello everybody! I am a new podcaster, Paano Kung, on Spotify. Baby baby palang a lot of new episodes about the many Paano Kungs in life. Mostly about self-love, relationships, and how to land responsibly. Outside that, I am also on TikTok at Joelawell, J-O-E-L-L-E-O-H-W-E-L-L everywhere. And on radio, Q Radio 105 FM, Mondays to Fridays, 7 to 10 a.m. Yeah! <laughs> Joel, thank you so much for just being very open about your story, about all of these questions that I've had, all of these stories that you were able to share on the podcast. Really appreciate you sharing them with me. And, you know, thank you for being part of this season of the pod. 
Yay! It's such an honor! Thank you so much. I learned a lot. And it's so comforting to know na same time nung works as a podcast. I'm like, yay, I'm not alone. Oh, it <laughs> so comes from a lifetime of anxiety, I'll tell you that. Oh my God, I feel you. I feel <laughs> you so hard there. <laughs> Congrats on all the success. Thanks, Dad. You too. I'll hope to see you not in, in front of a screen soon. <laughs> Thanks again to Joel from Q Radio for joining me for this very special episode of On Deck with Stan C. I really love getting to interview people and getting to know their stories. Of course, I can't do that for every radio DJ that's ever come through here in the Philippines. But the ones that I do get to contact, I do get to talk to, I really appreciate it when they just open up share their time, share their stories on the pod because, well, uh, for me as somebody who really loves this business, it reminds me how much I really loved being a part of the radio scene here in the Philippines. As I begin to wind down here, let me tell you about some of the other stuff that I've been doing for starters. You've got the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, which you can follow on Spotify. You can also catch the live streams on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod or on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. That happens every Thursday night at 7 p.m. And you can also catch me talking about being a modern Chinoy and what that's like from my generation over on Chinoy TV's Chinese by Blood Filipino by Heart, Season 2. That's every Sunday at 8 p.m. on CNN Philippines. But if you want to catch the on-demand version, they upload the episodes on Facebook and on YouTube every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Just search for Chinoy TV. Next week on the podcast, I've got a mini reunion with my former radio partner, Cheska Litoncalao. You may remember our tandem from the morning takeover on Wave 89.1. And we're going to talk about mental health and why that's important, my own mental health journey and how I got over the stigma. And it's all part of how I've been advocating for people to just be open and to talk about their mental health because it's important to just talk about it because that's where it all begins. We'll get into that in the season finale of On Deck with Stan C. Until then though, follow me on social media at underscore Stan C or check out everything I do on my link tree. That's linktr.ee slash Stan C says, please make sure to keep wearing your masks whenever you go out and if and when you can, go get your vaccines and boosters. That's going to do it for this episode of On Deck with Stan C. Thank you very much to the PNA team doing all of the good work behind the scenes. I'll catch you next week for a new one. Until then, my name is Stan C saying thank you very much and I hope I've earned the privilege of your time. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.